Hi everyone, my name is Mare Verk and welcome to Life on the Farm. Hi everyone and welcome back to another week at Life on the Farm. Today is actually Sunday, February 14th. It is Valentine's Day, so I hope you are having an amazing Valentine's Day, whether you're celebrating with a significant other, with your family, with your dog, with your friends, virtually, whatever it may be. For myself personally, with yourself, never forget with yourself because that's exactly what I'm doing slash with my family. For me personally, I love the excuse to eat as much chocolate as humanly possible, to drink wine, and then I'm also a huge charcuterie board person, so I really went all out, went to Trader Joe's, stocked up, and I will be doing that a little bit later, so very much looking forward to that. But today actually marks the day before my next rotation as well. It is officially block five out of six. Tomorrow I will be starting my acute care cardiology elective and I'm super excited about this. I've been very much looking forward to this opportunity and just in preparation and in getting into the mindset of a new rotation, I've been thinking a lot about how I put my best foot forward, what kind of impression I want to make, and just reorienting myself to the fact that I'm going to be working with a preceptor who doesn't know me, I don't know them, and again, just aligning myself with where I kind of want to go early on, what kind of impression I want to make. And so you can tell from the title of today's episode, and I think I've already said the phrase, but putting your best foot forward, whether it be on appies or ippies, I think is super important. And so today I wanted to share with you all what works for me. This is important to note that this is what works for me, and I just want to share it because other people may have things that work for them, and you yourself may have things that you feel like are really important. And I think it's great to be able to synthesize all of this information together and come up with a course of best action. And so today I will be talking about all of the different ways I try to prepare before a rotation, what I do throughout the rotation to continue to maintain a good impression and to stay diligent and involved and engaged. And so hopefully all of this is of benefit. So let's find out. Let's get into it. And without further ado, here is how I put my best foot forward. So just to give you a better understanding of how this episode is going to go, we're going to break it up into different time parts. And by that, I mean, we'll start with what to do before a rotation, what to do on the first day, what to do throughout the rotation, and what to do on the last day slash future steps. And I think this is really important to break it down like this because there are certain things that you can start to do at each phase. But at the same time, there are things that you can continue to work upon, build and maintain throughout all of these different phases. So something that you start before the rotation or on your first day, you can continue to capitalize on throughout the rotation and, of course, finish strong. So the place I want to start with and kick things off is with before the rotation. And so that's the phase I'm currently in right now. And so about a week or two ago, I try to do it two weeks before my start date, I send an introduction email to my preceptor. And I think it's really important to keep in mind how you want this to go. For me, I really want to offer my preceptor the ability to see what my prior experiences were, show them that I'm enthusiastic and excited for what's to come in this rotation, and of course, ask important questions that show that I am thinking about what I need to do in order to be prepared for the first day. But before we get into that, just a general piece of advice is to make sure that your emails are professional, especially when you haven't met someone before. You want to ensure that they know that you are capable of conducting yourself in a professional manner while still communicating and showing that enthusiasm. And so for me, it's very important to use the title doctor. Perhaps they aren't 
a doctor per se, use the appropriate title. Even if you know them, if you feel like it's a more casual vibe, I always err on the side of caution and professionalism. And so I always opt with using dear doctor, dear so-and-so, never a first name. And so, yeah, if they don't have a title, another thing you can consider doing is using Miss, Mrs., Miss, Mr. I know that can be really hard sometimes, especially if people don't have their pronouns um, on the website or if you don't know where to find them. So again, if you can just find a professional title, I think that would be your best bet. And if you don't know and you know someone who has been on that rotation, reach out to them as well. That can also be really helpful. And then as far as the language within the email goes, make sure that it's professional, that you don't use colloquial terms, that you're not really laid back, you're using more formal language, not the way you would talk to your friends most likely. So the way that I get into the email after I've addressed it to the right person, I guess just one last quick thing to touch upon is you can say dear or you can say good morning. I like good morning sometimes or good afternoon, good evening, whenever I'm sending it just to kind of switch it up. Uh, But dear is always a safe bet. So you can never go wrong with that. Then as far as my first paragraph in the email goes, I start off by introducing myself by saying, hi, my name is Mayor Virk. I'm a third year pharmacy student at the University of California, San Francisco, and I will be your next student on the acute care cardiology rotation. And then from there, I give them some background as to the other rotations I've completed prior to this rotation. So I let them know I've done ICU and hospital ops at one hospital, that I did the ED at this hospital. And then I let them know that I'm very much looking forward to the opportunities on this rotation. From there, I move on to the next paragraph and I ask about what time I should be there, where I should meet them and what the attire is for the day. And then I close off the email by asking what material I should review beforehand. And I think this is all really good to just get information from them. Even if you know a prior student who has gone through this rotation, it shows that you're thinking about all of these things and that you want to hear from them what they're expecting of you. And again, just being as professional as possible. It's a great way to just introduce yourself kind of get yourself in the headspace because this is still about two weeks out from your first day of thinking of what it's going to look like when you show up there. So the other thing to do for the preparation part is to make sure that you actually do the pre-reading then. For this acute care cardiology rotation, I actually went through RX prep and I looked through the cardiovascular section. I made sure that I was aware of what the current guidelines are and so I went online to look at the ACC AHA guidelines and just kind of mentally prepared myself for what may come up on rounds on my first day, what I might be asked about. Uh, There really isn't like anything too concrete you can do. You never know what you're going to encounter on these rotations. But again, making sure that you actually give yourself a reminder. You may feel like you remember it all and that's awesome. Good for you. I definitely don't think I'm at that point just yet. And even though I have been studying for interviews and whatnot, I think it was good for me just to one last time go through all of it and make sure that I remember what exactly is going on. Then, of course, before the rotation, make sure that you have the proper attire. So plan ahead. If they require scrubs, make sure that you pick them up before your first day. If they offer them through the hospital, or make sure that you're able to purchase them beforehand. If you are going to be wearing business professional, make sure that you have that all laid out, that you have that in mind, basically. I guess this is more like also the night before the rotation. I'm a big believer in laying out your clothes before because for myself personally, For some reason, I can't put together an outfit in the morning without causing my entire closet to end up on my floor. And that just takes a lot of time and causes me a problem later on. And the other thing I like to do before rotation is actually look up my preceptor. And I think this is something that can be really beneficial, especially if you want to do research with them, if this is something you're really, really interested in. And in general, even if it's something I'm not really like 
interested in long, long term, I think it's important just to be able to understand what matters to your preceptor, because this is a type of thing that you can talk to them about, that you can show that you have an interest in what they're doing and really just open up the conversation and build a connection. And so this might seem like kind of weird, but I promise you there's a reason that they have bios and everyone's articles and publications online and available for you to look up because it is really important. And again, it can allow you the opening to have a conversation with them and kind of kick things off really strong. We will now move on to the first day. And on the first day, I think one of the most important things you can do is to show up early. Some of you may have heard this before, but I think it's super important. Early is on time, on time is late, and late is unacceptable. And so for myself personally, I give myself ample time to get lost. Granted, I've been to the medical center I'm going to be at before, so a lot of the uncertainty I had the first time I rotated through here is kind of not really important anymore as far as like how long it takes for me to get there, where to park, how to pay for parking, because I remember the last time that I went through this for the first time, I actually didn't buy a parking pass until the start of the next month because there was only a week left and it would be cheaper for me to just pay day to day. Except I forgot to pay on the second day until it was too late and so I got a parking ticket even though I knew what I was supposed to be doing. So again, just making sure that all of that type of stuff is squared away. You understand what your game plan is going to be and so a lot of that went out the window this time. And at the same time, just again, considering how long it might take for you to get from the parking lot to the actual building that can factor into the time and then allowing yourself time to get lost within the actual building itself. Myself personally, I actually don't know where in particular I'm supposed to be. I don't think I've ever been to this exact office, but that's okay. I'm actually really fortunate that I have a student with me. I have a friend of mine from my cohort, and so I'm so excited to finally have someone with me on rotations. And so we agreed that we were going to meet up at uh, an earlier time to make sure that we are able to get all our materials and then we'll show up to the office together. And that kind of takes me into the next point I want to mention, and that is making sure you have all of the materials you need on the first day before you meet your preceptor. At the institutions that we're at, we use either a laptop and or a vocero, which is a really quick tool for communication. You basically press the button and you can call someone by like mentioning their name and it. It's basically like a very fancy walkie talkie. I really like it, actually. And I really recommend if you know that you're going to need these things and you've been assigned one to make sure that you can pick them up before you start the rotation. So like I mentioned with prepping before rotation with clothing and whatnot, you can do the same thing for materials. For this particular rotation, myself and the other student on the rotation have been assigned a laptop. So we'll go ahead, go pick those up and then show up to our preceptor to have our initial meeting. And I think the reason that this is so important to do if you can is that it really sets you up to jump right in. On the first day, I have no idea what it's going to look like if we're expected to round with the team on our own or whatever it looks like. If that's the case, though, I will be ready to go. So if they say, oh, like go around with the team, like check out the patients or whatnot, I'll have my laptop on me. I'll be able to contribute. I'll be able to work up my patients, be flexible, move around because I won't need a desktop. And so I'm trying to think of all of these things when I go in as far as what am I trying to get out of this rotation and how can I really put my best foot forward, as the title suggests, on the first day? And so I think this is kind of tangential as this whole podcast is, but I think something that's also important to consider before you go into a rotation are what are your goals and what do you see for yourself on a day-to-day -day basis? Because that'll really help you 
take the necessary steps to prepare for your first day and what to do on the first day to really come out of the gates with a bang and show exactly what you can offer to this team. And so for myself personally, what I'm seeing for this rotation is I really want to function as an independent pharmacist while rounding, offer my recommendations, all of that good stuff. And so for me, I really want to have the tools necessary to jump right in on the first day. Whether or not they let me do that, not a whether or not that's feasible and that can actually happen, totally besides the point. But I feel like this is also a saying, but like dress for the part you want, not the one that you have. And so for me, it's also about being prepared for the roles I want to fill, not for the ones that I'm currently in. I feel like it didn't really translate that well, or I'm probably saying it wrong, but I think you get what I'm saying. I think if you have the tools necessary to step into these positions that you want to fill, you're more likely to get into them early on. The next thing is referring to your preceptor as doctor by their appropriate title, whatever it may be, ask their pronoun. People are individuals and so you should definitely address them by what they go by. And again, just being mindful and engaged and considerate, I think is important in all settings and especially in the healthcare setting. Next is to be prepared. And so this starts as soon as you pull into the parking lot. Honestly, this starts as you're driving there. Does anybody else have the thought sometimes when they're driving into the hospital, wherever you're at, that like your preceptor or somebody you work with is going to be driving like right behind you or right in front of you. And it's going to be like really weird for some reason. Not that I like drive recklessly or anything, but like maybe they think something about your driving. You know what? It's probably just me. But as far as being prepared on the actual rotation goes and like being engaged and professional, it definitely starts the moment you get onto the site at the very least. Although I still stand by the whole car thing. But I think it's important that when you show up, again, that you're dressed professionally, dressed appropriately, whatever that may look like. And then when you meet with your preceptor, ready to just take notes. That's something that I find to be really helpful is to have a paper and pen on hand and just start writing down small things that they mention. I think as important as it is to be prepared with your ears and listen, also be prepared with your eyes and see the different things that they do throughout the day. So making sure that you have a place that you can take down notes, kind of jot down things you're noticing about what they do in their day to day will really help you at the end of the day, be able to reflect back and see maybe places where you can step in or make sure that you have all of this information down that is necessary for you to show up the next day and be able to do without being asked. And always ask questions. Make sure that you are asking good questions, though. So if you don't have any questions, that's OK. I, I don't blame you. I feel like I'm one of those people who I just try to pick up as much as I can as I'm seeing it happen. And I try not to ask questions until I've had an opportunity to really try my hand at something. But if you do have questions, don't be afraid to ask. It's way better to nip things in the bud and address them as you're seeing them play out in real time than to wait for them to magically resolve on their own because they won't. And the last thing I want to touch upon as far as the first day goes and something that's really served me well in prior rotations is just be willing to say yes to new opportunities. Of course, never do anything that you aren't comfortable with, but be willing and open to pushing yourself outside of your comfort zone and trying things that may be outside of that boundary that you have for yourself just to kind of be able to navigate new waters, uncharted territory for yourself and to see what that feels like. And I think there's a lot of growth to be had when we put ourselves in situations that we may not have experienced before. Because if you think about it, if you keep doing the same things you do now, or if you never branch out or venture beyond the boundaries you've set for yourself there isn't much for you to challenge yourself to do any goals for you to meet or things like that 
And so for me, anytime a preceptor asks me if I want to do something, if I'm willing to do something, if I would like to try to do something, I always say yes. And I know that oftentimes pharmacy students have trouble saying no. But personally, I really like saying yes. For me, it's an opportunity to try a lot of new things. For me, I feel like if I say no, I'll miss out on a really fun opportunity. But again, if other people don't see it that way, this totally isn't advice for you. But again, for me, I think something that's been really beneficial and has shown from the beginning of a rotation that I'm a self-starter and I take initiative is that I say yes to things. And I think a prime example of this is on my IC rotation when on the first day my preceptor asked if I'd like to be the one to give recommendations and round on the team and I said yes and so this was great because she was still there she has to be the one to verify the orders since I am not a pharmacist but really just taking that first step to introduce myself to the team really being willing to speak up even though I didn't know anyone it was my first day and show that I had the ability to really just integrate myself and be a team player and have the confidence to take the recommendations that I, of course, had run through with her beforehand and present them to the team, really set up a relationship with each other where she was able to trust me a lot more right off the bat. And it pushed me to really want to continue to work on how many patients I could work up. And if you recall to episodes ago when I mentioned this rotation, I eventually was basically running the team independently, but she was always there, of course. And so again, really just giving yourself that opportunity to show that you can do this because as much as you might feel like you can't, I promise, I promise as somebody who's been in that exact same position, you can, you just have to take a chance on yourself. We are now going to move on to what to do throughout the rotation. So now that you have prepared before the rotation, you have had your first day, you've talked to your preceptor, they think you're very put together because you are, because you're willing to learn, you've shown up, you're enthusiastic, you're engaged, you're taking initiative. What do you do to keep that up throughout a rotation? How do you maintain that impression and continue to stay involved and active within your position? And so I think something that's really important to do is to, whether it be on that pad of paper that you have, that that notebook that you keep, or a file on your computer, on your phone, keep the important phone numbers and codes for different places so you aren't constantly asking your preceptor for them. This is something that you can do very easily, very early on. That way you are not bothering your preceptor with unnecessary questions. Um, Again, just a super quick thing to do. The next thing I would consider is to offer to follow up on their behalf. If you're having a conversation with your preceptor and you guys are talking about a patient and they're mentioning something that they've been meaning to follow up about or something that they are just generally speaking about wanting to make changes for, offer to follow up for them. So if you guys are talking and then they say, oh yeah, like I think it'd be really good to kind of mention this to so-and-so. Before you leave that conversation mentioned, yeah, not a problem. I wouldn't mind following up, whether it be texting them, messaging them, whatever the form of communication may be, offer to follow up for your preceptor. The next thing is kind of in this same realm, I guess, is offer to make communications. So if they mention, oh, yeah, um, I've been meaning to talk to so-and-so about this, or I wanted to mention such and such to this person, 
offer to be that person to have that conversation because not only does that show your preceptor that you are willing to step up and talk to new people and collaborate and work on a team but it also provides a really unique opportunity for you to learn and work with people with different personalities i think something that's become incredibly apparent to me is how important it is to offer yourself for communication and just being able to work with others whether it be a positive outcome a negative outcome whatever it may be it's so important to maximize your opportunities in talking with others especially others that aren't pharmacy related so doctors respiratory therapists nurses dietitians whoever it may be offer to communicate on behalf of your preceptor and i think it can again help to strengthen your relationship with the members of the team that you're rounding with it helps to strengthen your relationship with your preceptor and it helps to build your ability to work with others and really contribute to a team and be clinically sound and convey ideas that you and your preceptor have talked about to other people. Because again, it can make sense to us and it may make sense in the pharmacy world, but being able to translate ideas that make sense to people with different backgrounds is super important. And so the next thing I want to talk about is how to touch base with your preceptor throughout the rotation and on a daily basis. So for myself personally, I like to start the day by touching base, seeing if they have anything they want me to do on top of the responsibilities I normally have. Throughout the day, I do check-ins as needed, as necessary, as they want. And then at the end of the day, doing a debrief on what was done during the day, as well as looking ahead at what to think about for the following day. And so every time I think about a conversation I'm having with the preceptor, I'm constantly taking notes. And so again, I think it's that listening with your ears and engaging with the auditory aspect, but at the same time, also watching what they're doing. So when I sit down with my preceptor, I'm always looking at the different things that they're doing so I can figure out ways to optimize the way that I'm doing things. They're the experts and I can learn so much from just seeing the way that they carry out their responsibilities, how they stay organized. And so whenever we have a conversation, I'm constantly taking notes, whether it be about the patient and the clinical side of things, or if it's about the logistical administrative side of things, if it's the way they navigate their EMR, how they reach out to other providers, anything and everything I try to make notes of or take a mental note of at the very least, so that I can try to implement that into my strategies. But at the end of a conversation, I like to have everything that we talked about in one place. So in a notepad, on a file, on the laptop, whatever it may be, so that I can create a to-do list for the next time that I see them. And so I think something that's really helpful is at the end of every conversation with your preceptor, make sure you do a quick summary of the key takeaways. Basically, what are the things that they want you to report back to them about so that that way, when you come back to talking to them, you're able to touch upon all of these things. You haven't forgotten anything. And if something else comes up, you can add that to that list as something to mention to them. But for me, the way that I see rotations on a daily basis is a continually evolving to-do list. And there's never a time when everything is done, really. I mean, hopefully by the end of the day it is, but a lot of things carry over and that's okay. But again, making sure that you kind of have a list ready. And I, the reason I like writing it down is because sometimes it can be a lot to remember and I don't want to leave anything off the list. And I want to show that I was listening attentively and I was paying attention to all of the things that also matter to them. So again, figure out what organization works for you. But if you have it written down, you're most likely not going to forget. And last but not least, talking about the last day as far as future steps. So on the last day, I love doing a thank you gift. I have a post up on the Life on the Farm podcast Instagram page if you want to see an example of that. 
for me, it definitely doesn't have to be something that breaks the bank. I think a handwritten thank you card can mean so much more than any sort of gift you buy. But if you are looking for gifts to include with that, I really like office supplies for preceptors. I think they're really practical and useful. And I also try to throw some like cute pharmacy related things in there as well. Just really get to know your preceptor. I think it's kind of a testament to how much you all connect and grow together. Look at the things they keep on their desk, um, things that they talk about in their life. Maybe they're a huge coffee drinker or they really like matcha or they're a huge foodie or they really love Star Wars, whatever it may be. Just get to know your preceptor. I think that's part of the fun of these experiences is, again, networking, connecting with people who are in the field. And so for myself, I like to bring that on the last day. If it's an individual, I do individual gifts. If it's for a team, I try to bring something for everyone. And so I have done a snack basket before. So I've just put a bunch of snacks in a basket, as you could probably tell by the word snack basket. Um, Or if there's like a huge, huge team, I bring donuts because I feel like everyone really likes donuts. But if they don't, they just don't eat them. And so it really depends. Totally up to you. I just think it's a really nice gesture because Preceptors don't get paid any extra to precept us, and it's just a way to say thank you for really taking the time to teach you and follow up with you and work with you over the course of six weeks. So that's what I like to do on the last day. I also like to, again, connect with them throughout the rotation. So hopefully I have their contact info, but if you don't have it, make sure you get it by the end of the rotation just so you can keep in touch. I think this is a huge key to networking is to make sure that you maintain the relationships you build during your rotation. And so I feel like I've been able to do that throughout Appy year. And it sounds a lot scarier than it actually is. I remember before I went into Appy's, I was wondering like, what could my preceptors possibly want to know about me? Like after I leave the rotation, but when you're on your app year, no matter what your postgraduate plans are, you'd find that a lot of people actually really do take an interest in you. And I think it's a testament to the strength of the relationship you have with your preceptor. I know sometimes that isn't the case. Some people aren't like that. And that's not a failure on your part or on their part. It's just a personality thing. But I think it's important to maintain contact because you never know when you might all cross paths later. Um, It could be beneficial down the line, whatever it may be. And hopefully you created like a good personal relationship with them. I think that's one of the really great things about kind of progressing throughout pharmacy school is that at one point you end up becoming a pharmacist as well. And they're your colleagues. And so that's really exciting. And I think just maintaining that relationship down the line, if you know it's their birthday, texting them, if you know that they celebrate something or really like something or like a new season of a Netflix show comes out that they like just like texting them about that I don't know maybe this is way out of scope and other people don't do this and I'm overstepping but I feel like it's worked really well for me and I feel like I've really 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 made amazing friends and colleagues for life throughout this whole happy experience and so it can seem again daunting and overwhelming and scary to like talk to your preceptor just casually or personally and so just gauge the relationship you've built with them over six weeks and just do whatever you're comfortable from there but never be afraid to reach out to them and share kind of updates about your life either because nine times out of ten that's not science it's more anecdotal but I'm guessing they'll be really excited to hear where you end up what you end up doing and just you know staying up to date with one another so whatever works for you I just think it's important as far as networking goes to maintain these relationships because pharmacy is a small world you will hear that eight billion times and I am no different I think I say it quite often and so it's important to maintain these relationships 
And that will go ahead and wrap up today's episode. Thank you so much to all of you for taking the time to listen. It means the world to me. I had an amazing time kind of talking about what it means to put your best foot forward because a lot of this stuff I totally forgot about. And so this is a good reminder for me as well. And so I hope that if you are starting a new rotation soon or if you're going on Ippies or if you've never been on your Appies and you're thinking about what that's going to look like, I hope this can help. And just to realize that at the end of the day, these are people too that you were working with and they just want you to really be engaged and to take the initiative and so don't sit back don't be timid kind of push yourself outside of your comfort zone make that an action item for yourself and really be self-aware and recognize when you are just letting things happen instead of making them happen so again that doesn't mean you have to jump in both feet first into the deep end on the first day but really making sure that you put your best foot forward so that you are prepared to kind of step in whatever direction they want you to or that you see would be beneficial for your growth. And so that is all for today. If you want to talk with me, chat with me, if you have any questions, comments, whatever it may be, feel free to follow the Instagram at Life on the Farm podcast. If you could follow on Spotify and rate on Apple Podcasts, that would be fantastic as well. But until we speak again, I hope you and your loved ones are staying safe and healthy, and I will talk to you all soon. Bye.